Hanif says, I'm 43 years old, a C-level executive, six foot four, and I work out six times a week. I'm conventionally handsome, but I've never been intimate with a woman. Back in college, I came close, but the girl had weird breath and it turned me off. Women literally throw themselves at me and I date them, but all, I date them and all, but we never go further than that. I find myself to be very attracted to women, but the thought of being intimate just turns me off. Okay, listen, Hanif, I got to just give you the blue screen. Okay, I have told my friends, but they tell me I might be homosexual. I'm not homosexual because I've never been attracted to or intimate with a brother. My therapist is telling me I, may, I might be asexual. I don't think that, that I'm that because I do masturbate. The problem is, is that it's, it's this one woman at work and I like her so much, I can honestly see marrying this lady. She's 37 and divorced with no kids. She looked like she could be related to Ryan Destiny. Oh, wow, she's a daddy. Mm-hmm. We've already been, right? We've already been on four or five dates and now I can tell she's wanting to close the deal. How can I get over my anxiety when it comes to being intimate? You know what, Tony? I'm glad you mentioned the obvious because I heard y'all in my ear while I was reading. I heard y'all ask, and I heard y'all also asking for his ad, and I'm not giving out this man's info. Tony, <laughs> take it away. For the woman that you're pursuing, you say you want you see yourself marrying her. Um, so I think the best way is to start off with communication. Um, you may want to explain um you know, how you feel or just give her like an overview of your experience. Um, And that way she might be a little bit more understanding of why you haven't closed the deal yet. Um, Now, I do want to introduce, now, you mentioned talking to your therapist about the possibility of you being asexual and you don't agree. Um, I want to introduce you to another term, which is gray sexual. And I'm going to read from my notes here. Um, So, Gray sexual, and it's spelled G-R-A-Y sexual or G-R-E-Y. You know how we spell the word gray a couple of ways. And it's also uh, referred to as gray A or gray asexual or gray ace, A-C-E. Um, it's a term to describe people who identify as asexual but don't fit the main type of asexuality. So there's three main types. One is sex repulsed, someone who is repulsed by or completely disinterested in the idea of sex. There's sex neutral, which is someone who isn't repulsed by sex, but is but also doesn't actively seek it out. These people may still have sex if, for example, they're in a relationship and want to please their partner. And then there's sex positive. That's someone who identifies as asexual, meaning they don't feel attraction to others, but they still have sex for pleasure. I would encourage you to address that term with your therapist and maybe you two can kind of dig a little bit deeper into that term to see if you're more comfortable with with identifying as that. Um, Because it sounds like you could possibly um, fall into that category. And then the fact that you have the anxiety of not being with a woman and your age, honey, is 43. So the fact that you have gone this far without it is that anxiety is contributing to that. Um, so I, I definitely encourage you to have that conversation with your therapist. But in the meantime, I'm also wondering um, if you have thought about, um, you know, in the conversation with her, um, just kind of uh, 
not making it a challenge, but just um, giving her um, or encouraging her to give ways that she can kind of, you know, get, get you aroused or kind of ready to close the deal. Um, I'm wondering also if you watch porn, and if so, do you get aroused by porn? Um, because maybe that's something that you two can do together and see if you are aroused watching porn in her presence. Um, sexting is another thing. You know, if porn isn't an option or if that's off the table, maybe you two can sext, like send um, explicit or sexual text messages and see how you are reacting to those. Um, and then um, lastly, I would recommend phone sex. So, you know, I don't know if people still have a lot of phone sex, but those are a couple of options that you can do. And just the mere fact that I think it's the anxiety that's like really taken over. So you can kind of think of ways that would help ease your anxiety. Um, I didn't plan on talking about CBD products, um, especially with your question, however, we do have a CBD line called Unwind. So if you're not familiar with CBD, and I don't know what your situation is, um, honey, if you indulge, um, meaning in edibles or weed or other, you know, alcohol, I don't know what your situation is. And if you don't indulge in alcohol, I don't necessarily want to encourage you to pick up a trait that um, might be against your way of living. However, CBD would be another option. So for those who are not um, familiar with CBD, um, think weed, but without the THC. So THC is a component of weed that gets you high. Um, so again, we have a line of CBD products called Unwind. So within Unwind, and I have on my desk here because this is my favorite, um, this is our body cream, or I, I'm going to say cream, not necessarily body. Um, so this is um, 100 milligrams of CBD. And the way I use this sometimes, you know, especially like when I do my bedroom candy parties, um, I've been in the game for 15 years, but still every once in a while, I randomly get anxiety. And so we have a smaller version of this um, that I keep in my purse. Um, it's identical, it's just a smaller amount of milligrams. Um, but sometimes I'll put this on my pulse points, I'll put it under my nose because the smell of it is very, very comforting and soothing. I'll put it on my, my temples. Um, so maybe you can use a CBD product um, that'll help calm and um, aid in your relaxation. Um, so CBD helps with a variety of things, pain management, like I said, anxiety, calming, relaxation. We also have a CBD lube. Now, I know you haven't closed the deal yet, um, but once you're ready to close the deal, maybe the lube can kind of continue with that relaxation. And then also, um, you know, once you get her to your place or you get to our place and you all are... Um, pre-intimate, you can also think about massage. So we have an, a CBD candle that lights and melts into a massage oil. And that again has, you know, something that you can use for relaxation. So we have a couple of things, um, also a serum. So that may be something that you can think about using as well. Um, just some type of um, product that would help calm and ease your anxiety. Um, but definitely, you know, the porn thing, um, definitely consider that. Um, if she looks like Ryan Destiny, honey, if I need you to close the deal. Um, um, I mean, you know, I might have to come close that deal. I'm just saying. <laughs>
Oh, honey, I'm excited for you. Um, but definitely I would visit that term gray sexual with your therapist because that's something that you possibly fall into that category. And that's saying that you may never close the deal because I mean, I think it definitely is possible. Um, but just consider, you know, some of those things um, and hopefully that will help. Absolutely. And, and Hanif, I just want to say this, you know, I, I really, if your therapist isn't doing this, I think you need to find one whom, whom is. Um, look into shadow work. Look into someone who can help you really tap into that part of yourself to really get out, like, why this may be happening for you. You know, definitely look into that. But I think Tony, um, I think, you know, if he does what you say, you know, he'd be on the right track. Really quickly, though, um, the unwind CBD, what is that scent like, the unwind that, that you use? Mm -hmm. So it's lavender, but the thing is, it's not an overwhelming lavender because sometimes lavender can be so strong, but it's yes. lavender and mint. Um, and the lavender is so light. It's just such a calming fragrance to me. I really like it. So a lot of times I put it here. Just, um, especially when I'm in the car, I'll put it here. So as I'm driving, I'm just smelling it. And especially when we were wearing masks and I was out in the world. Yes. <laughs> I'll put it there. And the fact that I had my mask on, I was able to really inhale it and sniff it. But it's a very nice. light lavender and mint smell. Another thing I'm adding to my list, to, <laughs> you know, order from uh, bkparties.com slash 6109. All right. This next question comes from... Oh, Lord. Comes from my good sis, my homegirl, who's also named Tony. So hey. shout out to her. Hey, Tony. And 81 on IG. Now, she wants to know about these lubricants that are popping up all over Instagram. They claim they balance your pH. They also provide, like, some type of lubrication during sex and masturbation. Tell us about those. Yes. So I wasn't sure. Um, she said Instagram lubricants. So I wasn't sure she meant lubes on Instagram that people advertise or lose yeah. on my Instagram? Well, I'm no. not on my Instagram page. No, not on your Instagram, but on like, they, they pop up, they like ads. Okay. Um, so I've never seen the ads. So therefore I'm not okay, sure, good. but what I will say is you really, really have to be careful about a lot of the lubes that you use. Update on Instagram lubes, Yoni Slime and others. The ingredient fructose and lack significant research for proven claims as there is no scientific evidence of its benefits. Another ingredient, Radix angelicae sinensis, may cause increased blood pressure and or affect blood thinners in larger doses. Failure to appropriately clean the applicator after each use may possibly contaminate the product with bacteria. Consult with a physician before trying any product and err on the side of caution when purchasing and consuming products found on social media apps. So um, leaves of, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago are not the same as leaves now, depending on the company. So we still have companies who are in business from those, you know, from back then who sell, and I'm not going to name drop, um, but not every lube is good. But I'm going to get into BK, BK lubes. I can talk about lube all day, baby. So that's what we're going to do. So we have a person that's dedicated solely to lubes. We take our lubes very seriously. Um, and there's a lube for every situation. So if you want to do water play, if you want something that mimics your body chemistry, um, I have a whole little situation right here. So we're going to get into it. 
Um, now, lube is different, um, you know, for different people, especially when it comes to how much lubrication you want, how your body is lubricating. Um, sometimes, and most of us, most women at some point will experience some type of la uh, lack of lubrication, and that can be from a number of things. It could be um, new medication, hormones, stress, you didn't drink enough water today, you know, your mind isn't right because somebody cuts you off in traffic on the way home. Um, just a number of things why we don't get properly lubricated. And so when we don't lubricate the right way, we're opening up ourselves to micro tears in our vaginal area or the anal area. Um, and that will in turn introduce bacteria into your body um, via the vagina or the anus. So we don't want that, right? Um, so it's very important that we do use lube, even if we feel like we're lubed up a little bit, um, wetter is better, okay? Um, so I'm gonna talk about a couple of lubes that we have. Um, of course, the vagina creates lubrication. The anal area does not create lubrication. Um, of course, the anal area does have mucous membranes, but that's for exiting and not entering if you know what I mean, right? And I think you do. Um, so, you know, when you have those micro tears because you're not properly lubricating, um, that also will open you up to sexually transmitted infections as well. Um, so some people don't really like to use lube because they don't like the way it feels. So in that case, I would recommend, and most of our lubes are water-based and the ones that are not, I'm gonna mention. Um, so just to start off, um, we have our naturals lubrication. Um, so the essential, so it's natural essential intimates lubrication or lube. Um, this one mimics a woman's body's lubrication. So if you don't want something that's ultra sticky or thick or anything like that, um, this is the one you want. This is like the most basic of lubes. Um, so this is really good. It's water-based. Um, so it's not going to interfere with any of your toys. Um, before I forget, I want to mention if you use a silicone toy, a silicone toy does not, uh, get along with the silicone lube. So that's why a water-based lube is gonna be good for not only you, but also using with your toy, okay? Um, we also have a warming lube. So warming lubes are good for just a certain demographic. Not everybody wants to use a lube that feels warm. Um, with this, um, if you pour this on like your hand, you're not gonna feel warm. Um, again, mucous membrane. So like if you put it on the inside of your mouth, you would feel that warming to get an idea of how it would feel. Um, this is also a water-based lube as well. And like I said, this is for like a certain type of demog demographic, but the active ingredient in this is menthol. So if you like a little bit of tingle or, you know, slash warmth, then the warming lube might be for you. Right. Um, so and that's menthol from mint, not the cigarettes. All right. Correct. Yes. Yes. Very okay. good. <laughs> um, so next we have. Sorry, we have to tell the people. Yes. <laughs> Educate and empower. <laughs> uh, so the next thing we have is our tea lube. Now, tea lube was originally designed for the trans community, um, well, trans men, to keep them in mind. And it comforts periodic periodic dryness um, and it, it enhances natural lubrication. Um, so this is good, it has aloe vera in it. Um, it's good for day to day and it also has vitamin E in it, okay? Now we also have another one simply because this was so popular as far as the benefits of it. We have another one called um, On the Daily. 
So it's almost like pretty much the same thing. Um, it's just more, um, you know, there's a misconception in TLU, this means for trans men, so I don't want to use that. Um, but you can, anybody can use it. Um, but on the daily is pretty much the same concept. Um, you know, we have women who are premenopausal or menopausal and they experience extra dryness. That on the daily lube is designed so that you can use on a regular basis and is, you know, you can use it daily. Again, it has um, aloe in it, aloe vera, and an ingredient called carrageenan. Um, and it, it's used for regular and periodic dryness. Um, again, with menopause, um, again, you can use it on a regular basis every day. Um, we also have our Delicious Encounters lube. So I mentioned Delicious Encounters earlier when we talked about the Pamper Him. So Delicious Encounters does not have any sugar in it, even though it is a flavored lube. So I, I definitely want to um, just stress that there's no harmful ingredients. This is a water-based lube. Um, this one is tangerine peach. It also comes in uh, pomegranate, strawberry pomegranate, and then uh, green apple. So um, the flavor, it's flavored with something called aspartame. So again, there's no sugar. Um, this is really good for oral sex. Um, again, you're going to use this with pamper him if you have intentions of giving oral. Um, so I like it. Um, now, one of the alternatives to a water-based only lube is um, we have one called Silk. Uh, do I have Silk over here? Here's Silk. This is the one that I demoed earlier with Pamper Ham. Um, so Silk is a, it's a hybrid of water-based and silicone lube. Um, this has 11% silicone lube, so you can still use this with a silicone toy. Um, this is also good for water play or anal play. Um, and then for the ultimate in marathon sessions, water play and anal play, we have Sleek. Where is Sleek? This one is Sleek here. Um, so Sleek is 100% silicone. Um, it is safe for condoms. It is not safe with your toys. Um, all of our toys are made with medical grade silicone. So we don't want to break down those toys or compromise the integrity of them because you're using a silicone lube. Um, so I would recommend, you know, any one of those. So for whatever, what you're trying to accomplish, um, I would recommend just, you know, taking into consideration what I just talked about. Um, and unfortunately, Tony, I couldn't give you information about the Instagram loops. I can't believe I have never seen any of them. Um, but I just would recommend, you know, if you don't um, take advantage of any bedroom candy loops, just be mindful of some of the ingredients. And even if you have to Google some ingredients, um, our, our loops are vegan friendly, but if you have to Google to see what some of these ingredients are, I would encourage you to do that. And just be mindful of, you know, again, what it is that you're putting into your body. Because, you know, I have customers from time to time who have mentioned that they've used the lube, not Beverly Candy, um, but they have used a lube that they were allergic to or it didn't agree with their um, vaginal area so that is just something that you want to keep in mind but yeah i was trying um, to look through i would she and i's text to see if i could find if she you know like sent me um a screenshot or something mm -hmm. but i can't find anything and i'm not texting her because she's going to distract me while i'm doing this video because <laughs> that's just our relationship but here's the thing i'll say a rule of thumb unless it's food at a restaurant with like an A grade, don't mm -hmm. buy it off of Instagram. Like just, just I'm talking about like any and everything you see on there, phone cases, massages, those stupid ass jeans, like lubes, just don't do it. 
like you will regret buying things off Instagram because most of the time it doesn't even arrive. It won't even come to your house. It's not even going to come to your door. So why waste your money on that? And she, this is my friend, so I could talk greasy to her. She knows better. She knows, <laughs> it. She knows this. But I have a question, though. I have my own personal question. Mm-hmm. Water-based versus silicone. Like, why, you know, what are the differences? So silicone is a thicker lube. So like I said, silicone is good for anal play, water play, and um, marathon sessions. So let's say you're you're doing water play. A water-based lube mimics a woman's lubrication, which is thin. It's fairly thin. It's thinner than a silicone lube. So if you're in the water, the water is going to wash away a woman's natural lubrication. So pretty much the same concept with a water-based lube. Um, it's not as thick to sustain um a silicone lubricant. So also with water-based lubricants, um, I wouldn't recommend it for a marathon session. If you want marathon, you want to use something with that slick in it or the slip so that you can feel, um, you know, just the lubrication. You don't feel the need to have to get up and reapply it. Gotcha. Um, thank you, Tony. Like that's, that's very, very helpful because I didn't know the difference. For toys, though, you recommend water-based, though, for toys. Correct. Yes, silicone okay. does not get along with silicone. Right. Got it. We have a few more questions. The next one asks, Dear Mrs. Antoine, my name is Rachel. I'm 40 and I've never had an orgasm. I've been with my husband since 2004 and we have three beautiful children. I'm happy with my hubby, but I want to experience what I hear so many of my girlfriends bragging about at brunch. One of my girlfriends went so far as to having sex with her masseuse to bring her to an orgasm a few times a week. Her husband has no idea. And I sure hope to God that he's not an Instagram masseuse, but anyway, I'm gonna keep going. Um, I don't think I need to have sex with another man. And my DH, and we've been through this whole DH thing, diabetic hamster, and, and Tony, listen, I misread your text, so I didn't know that, I thought you said designated Hitler, not designated Hitler, Hitler. Like this show, this show is the worst. Like we're the worst. But anyway, it's dear hubby. I think it's dear hubby. So, dear hubby, um, my dear hubby, DH, isn't inadequate if you know what I mean. What should I do? Sincerely, Rachel. And she left her last name, but I'm not going to read it. It's very highfalutin. Like she sounds like upper crust, talented tenth, like our kind of people. With this, like she she name, like. (laughs) Anyway, what do you think, Tony? What do you think? So, Rachel, when you say you never have an orgasm, I'm going to assume at all. That's the way I took the uh, the message to me that you've never even pleasured yourself to give you an orgasm. So the first thing that I would recommend is you get to know your own body and do some pleasure mapping there. Um, because I would want you to know what it is that you would like to feel like in order to teach your husband how, how you want to. Does that make sense? Um, So I would recommend that you first start off by touching yourself, stimulating yourself um, on your own body in order for you to kind of really get an idea of an orgasm. Um, So you can give yourself an orgasm or, of course, your husband can give you an orgasm. Um, Now, I was wondering, what is your interaction like? Like, what is foreplay like? Do you have foreplay, right? Because foreplay doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, two minutes and then bam, 
intercourse. Um, so you can really take your time with inter uh, with foreplay so that you can kind of touch each other. You can take his hand with your hand and guide it to where it is on your body that you want to feel that's going to help you get an orgasm or achieve an orgasm. Now, when we talk about orgasms, you can get it a couple of ways. There is a clitoral orgasm, vaginal, and then anal. Um, so I would recommend first just, you know, a couple of foreplay exercises, um, especially with pleasuring yourself. Um, we have a couple of books that I'm going to recommend. Um, so one is called um, Tickle Your Fancy, A Woman's Guide to Self-Pleasure, to Sexual Self-Pleasure. Um, so it has 30 masturbation techniques, right? So I would highly recommend that first so that you can just get to know your own body. And this is basically under the assumption that you've never, ever had an orgasm. Let's see, Rachel is 40. I don't know, maybe, but so this is under the assumption you've never had an orgasm at all. I, I definitely recommend that book because with 30 different techniques, you should definitely be able to find something that not only you can use on yourself, but then you can teach your husband as well. Because sometimes we got to teach, you know, um, he's not going to. And then without communication, he doesn't know that he's not pleasuring you um, the way you want. Rachel, I don't want you to get it from the masseuse. I want it, you know. I want you to get it from your husband. Um, so just it's a matter of communication and then just kind of exploring with different ways. Um, so for you, I would recommend um, the book. Let's see, I wrote it here. Uh, Tickle Your Fancy, once again. And then I'm going to recommend The Mystery of the Undercover Clitoris. So um, I talk about this book a lot at my parties where sometimes you'll have a partner who just can't find the clitoris, um, even though it's right there. Um, and with the clitoris, you know, we can go into a whole um, anatomy lesson, but the clitoris on the inside of your body, it, it's bigger than um, what we think. Um, so sometimes it's a little bit difficult for your partner to find the clitoral area. So I would de definitely recommend that book, The Mystery of the Undercover Clitoris. And maybe you can kind of give it to him in a way that, you know, in the bedroom, maybe we can try something new. You know, well, I read a couple of sections from this book. Um, you know, maybe you should read a couple of sections too. You can kind of make it a thing between the two of you. So it doesn't necessarily mean you're shoving this book in his face and say, here, read this. And, you know, throwing a hand that way, you can kind of make it in a way that you're both reading it together. Um, and that book gives ways to arouse the clitoris. So that is something that <clears throat> will definitely help in the long run because a clitoral orgasm, Rachel, is a beautiful thing. Um, and then if you want to introduce toys into the equation, and I don't know how open your husband would be to that, you can introduce toys in a way that's going to help with um, kind of like dual stimulation. So if for example, we have uh, get in touch, right? So let's say your partner is, um, you know, you're in the, the act of intercourse. So the penis is in, right? He or you, um, you know, you can have it just to start off. You can um, use get in touch on the clitoris while he's inside, while he's penetrating. And that dual stimulation can help with an orgasm. Or Rachel, I'm going to talk about womanizer. <clears throat> now, Rachel, this is definitely going to give you an orgasm. Um, at Bedroom Canyon, and this is called a womanizer. This comes in three different styles. This is womanizer pro. 
At Veteran Candyland, we refer to this as the soul snatcher. Um, so for first time, baby, I would recommend a seatbelt. Like that's how powerful this thing is. So womanizer, um, this is kind of close to what's referred to as the rose, but it's not like the rose. And the reason why is because this is not suck. It has what's called pleasure air technology. So it's almost the equivalent of someone rapidly like on the clitoris and it's blowing so rapidly, it feels like someone is sucking, but it's not suction. Um, and so you can kind of, you know, start off with a lower speed, a lower setting, and this is also good for squirting as well. I know that's not your question, but um, this will definitely, you know, this can definitely bring you to an orgasm. So it's possible that you can give this to your husband. He can use this on you, or you can, um, again, while he's penetrating, he or you can hold this onto the clitoris. Um, but Rachel, it does warrant the conversation and not in a way that um, is going to be abusive to his ego or anything like that, just in a way that you can both try something else. So again, you can get the book and you can both read the book at the same time. Um, you can each get a book and kind of book club it. Um, but there's definitely ways that you can do it or... Um, you know, just uh, have the conversation so that it's not going to be detrimental to your relationship. Um, but it's definitely something that should be had. And even if, like I said, if you have to pleasure yourself while he's watching and he's seeing where it is that you're pleasuring yourself. Um, but the point is you have to first learn um, where it is that you want to be pleasured for you to have the orgasm. I'm looking, she says she's 40. They've been together since 04. I'm assuming that they were together a little bit before then. So they've probably been together, you know, since their teens. And they probably never got a lot of exploration, so to speak. So, and that's fine. They can explore with each other. I mean, th the main thing is we don't need her getting smashed by the IG massage therapist. I mean, they give very much peachy dish. And by the way, Rachel, does your family own the radio station? Just never mind. You can email me if, if, if they do, but I'm just curious. But anyway, our next question, Tony, comes from Jamel. And Jamel wants to know, wait a minute. I know a J Jamel. Is this the Jamel or another Jamel? I don't, anyway, Jamel wants to know how he can ask his girlfriend to do anal play on him in the bedroom. Okay, so Jamel, I know it might not be an easy conversation, um, but in this case, it's all about the communication. Um, so you can start with explaining to her the benefits of pegging and that your G-spot is back there and that you would like to experience a G-spot orgasm um, because there's nothing wrong with that. And there's also health benefits of prostate massage and, you know, we can go into a whole tangent about that. Um, but I would think communication um, should be the number one priority and just letting her know that you would like to feel that G-spot orgasm. Um, what I would do first is probably start off with a smaller, something smaller like a plug, just to get her um, used to the idea of having something back there. Um, we do have a couple of things that, um, and I don't have them here personally, we do have a couple of things um, you know, that you could possibly try, but that probably would be the best route that I would go, just starting off with a plug so that she can see something smaller and get used to that idea. And then once she's more comfortable with seeing that, you can then introduce pegging. 
And so pegging is basically the act of use a woman using a strap on. Um, so that probably would be the best option, I think. And hopefully um, she's open to that. You know, in our community, there's the misconception um, when it comes to men and anal play. So hopefully having a conversation um, is going to have her um, be a little bit more receptive and that she's understanding to how it is that you feel. And especially when you talk about the benefits and you wanting to experience that G-spot orgasm. So I would definitely go that route. Um you know, it's just that that misconception about straight men and anal. Um, but hopefully you brought the conversation up before so that it doesn't completely surprise her and catch her off guard. So if you haven't, you may want to just at least have a conversation first and then just wait a little bit longer um, just to kind of get her comfort level. And then you two can both go on and try to choose a plug together. Um, and that way it's including her in it. I don't, uh, he didn't include how long they've been together. So that's a good question. That's something that I would like to know. Um, Write us back long, and let us know. How long they were together because that is a big deal because it's the difference between just meeting someone and she's not understanding of like, you know, mm -hmm. your whole being, your whole personality um, as opposed to being someone long-term and they want the best for you and they want to, you know, enhance your sexual life in the bedroom. Um, but I was just start with the whole conversation about a plug first, you know, along with the communication about how it is that you want to feel um, the G-spot orgasm, the benefits of, you know, prostate massage and things of that nature, and then go into pegging. I want you to... Tell us about those benefits of prostate massage. Um, so it can um, aid in men's health. So, you know, with men's health, along with like the physicals, you should definitely be going. Um, and I don't know if it's at a certain age. So with women, you know, with um, once we get to a certain age, we have to have the breast exam and things of that nature. But men should- It's 40, Tony. 40, it's 40. Men as well. Mm -hmm. So for um, men, they should also have prostate massage and exams because it also um, helps aid in cancer prevention and there's health benefits to it as well. Um, so just like, you know, things that we do for women, men are also, you know, they des they're deserving of, you know, feeling things that they prefer and so in this case it seems like this is his preference even though it has absolutely nothing to do with being gay or um, anything of that nature he may not have been with men before anything like that it's just a preference for men um, so you know I just really hope that she's understanding understanding enough after they have the conversation um, that she would be open and receptive to it. But I definitely wouldn't try um, the pegging first simply because that's that's big to go from zero to 100. And that's basically what you're doing um, with anal play um, if you're trying it with pegging. But I um, just recommend a plug um, and they come in different sizes. We have one called P Curious. It's fairly small. Um, I think that probably would be the most understanding one um, for her if she's not used to it or if that's not something that she's ever done with a male before. Um, but just explore different things. We have one called Step by Step. And step-by-step um, step is unfortunately being discontinued. I, I know I have one or two in my bedroom candy store. Um, you can find the store in my link tree. Um, Chris, you can, I'll give you that information to link. 
Um, but this depends on the size toy that you want. I wouldn't recommend something that's just going to blow her away um, the minute she sees it, simply because it's going to be too intimidating and it might be too much for her. Um, so just have that conversation and start off with something small. Nice. I had no idea that that the prostate massage aided in like cancer prevention. I had no idea. Well, there's, there's a lot of health... Um, health benefits. Right. And so when I was with the previous company, um, so I'm with Veron Candy now, but I started off mm -hmm. in the previous company. And so um, we had a lot of women in the Midwest. So with Veteran Candy, our demographic is mainly Black women mm -hmm. um, who are consultants. But with the other company, it was all demographics. And so we were just always wondering why are the women in the Midwest selling all of our anal toys, right? The, the toys for men to use anally. And it's because certain demographics are more open to, you know, the prostate massages and prostate toys, as opposed to men in our community um, who, you know, who are heterosexual, but apprehensive to that. Um, so it's just, it really depends on the demographic. I'm going to assume Jamel is a black man. I don't know what the yeah. demographic is. I um, mean, with a name like that, Tony, <laughs> he better be. Um, I don't know the demographic of his girlfriend. Um, but at any rate, hopefully, you know, they have that conversation. A lot of the questions that we have today, like the main thing is communication, you know, and this, I think I've said it a couple of times today, you know, we have to have those tough conversations. And I don't think this is necessarily a tough conversation. This is just a conversation about her being receptive to um, what his preference is. So Jamela, I hope it does work out for you. I hope so too. And I mean, you know, that that's like, this helps me too, because I learn so much when every time we talk and you come on, like I had no idea that there were benefits in that. All right, so our last and final question comes from Vanessa. Vanessa says, help, I keep getting the wrong size toys and it's making me uncomfortable. How can I find the right size toy for my cat emoji? And Tony, she really put a cat emoji. Yes, she did. <laughs> so there is a couple of different types of toys that you could choose from. So as I mentioned earlier, you can get an orgasm literally uh, vaginally or anally. So first determine what type of toy it is. So even though you're mentioning the size, I'm going to assume you're using a toy with a shaft. And sometimes, um, you know, if you're, if that's your first toy, or if you're going in, I wouldn't recommend like a big dog toy, right? So I'm going to talk about a couple of toys and you can kind of gauge what type of toy that you would like. Um, so the first thing that I would talk about is a clitoral toy. So again, we talked about the soul snatcher here. This is womanizer. Um, so womanizer, this is super powerful, but it's not intimidating and it's definitely not something that's going to hurt. So even though you're mentioning toys making you uncomfortable, Again, I'm assuming it's a tool with a shaft, but you can go a couple of different routes. So Womanizer is just going to hit the clitoris, this part here. Um, it has that pleasure air technology, so it feels like sucking. So you can get your orgasm that way. You can squirt if you want. Um, but this has a couple of different speeds to it. Um, so you're just going to start off with the, there's a minus sign here, if you can't see, and then it goes to a plus sign. So just keep hitting it until you get your desired effect that you're looking for. Um, so that's the womanizer. 
like I said, womanizer does come in a couple of different types. Um, we have, this is pro. We have the womanizer starlet, which is a bit smaller. Um, still, in my opinion, is powerful. It gets the job done. And then we have one that's called womanizer duo. Womanizer duo also has the, the pleasure air technology that sucks on the clitoris, but it also has a, um, a shaft that's attached to it. Um, so you can go a number of ways when it comes to your clitoral stimulation and your womanizer toys. Um, we also have our peach buzz. So this is one of our newer toys. Um, this will stimulate the clitoris and the labia simply because of the size of it. So as you can see, I'm holding it in the palm of my hands and you kind of get an idea of how big it is simply because of, you know, how I'm able to hold it. Um, but because of the size of this, you can kind of get two in one, the clitoris and again, the labia. Um, this has uh, 10 pulsations to it. Um, it's really soft. Like it feels really, um, it feels really soft. It feels good. It so looks like a stress is, ball, Tony. Like, you know, those stress does, balls. Yeah. But it's, it's hard, not hard, okay. hard. You can't squeeze it like a stress ball. Gotcha. Um, so this is a USB chargeable toy. You're going to stick the charger right on there. It's magnetic. So once you attach it, like hold it up to it, it's going to automatically connect. And I know you can't see it, but there's a tiny little bump here. That's how you're going to turn it on. Hold it down for about five seconds. And that's with all of our toys. So once you hold it down, if you keep pressing it, that will give you the different pulsations so that you can kind of figure out what feeling it is or what pulsation you want to feel. Um, so that's another toy that you can do as far as clitoral and vaginal stimulation. Again, it's not going to go in, obviously. Um, um, but we have this little bump here that can hit the clitoris. Um, just the overall, you can put hold onto the uh, the labia to um, get that sensation. And then, uh, do, Vanessa is thirty five, so I'm not sure how many toys you try, Vanessa, um, or if you just tried one. Um, it keeps you say I keep getting the wrong size toys. This one here, I normally don't recommend this a lot at my parties anymore. Um, if I know I have a, a party with the younger demographic or inexperienced women, I will talk about this. This one is called Turbo. Not a lot of bells and whistles with Turbo. Um, this is a battery operated toy. So mostly everything I showed earlier is a USB chargeable toy. I would say probably 90 seven percent of our toys are usb chargeable so you don't have to worry about batteries with this particular one it does take one uh double a battery and this has three speeds so again there's no bells and whistles you can put this into the vagina um to turn it on there's a button here you're going to hit that button three times because there's three speeds to it um again to turn it on hold it down for about four or five seconds um but this is something that you could probably let's see i have a quarter here on my desk so it's this the circumference of a quarter as it comes out a little bit it probably gets a tiny bit wider, but not by much at all. Um, so this is something that you could probably start off with um, because it sounds like you haven't, I don't know if you've been starting off with like humongous toys um, or if you have been uh, using smaller toys and they all just are uncomfortable. Now, if that's the case, if you've been using toys that are all small, but it's still uncomfortable, then you may want to use, and I'm not sure, Vanessa, <clears throat> based on what I'm about to say next, I'm not sure if you are intimate with um, 
a person a penis currently, if you have not been for a while and you've only been using a toy, and let's say it's a smaller toy and you're still uncomfortable, you probably want to look into vaginal dilators. Okay, <clears throat> so what the vaginal dilators are, they are, the best way I can explain it, they are graduated items that, not items, but it's a graduated tool. So there's more than one. You start off with the smallest one, insert it into the vagina, and they help to expand the vagina based on your comfort level. So that might be something, and that's going off on a tangent, depending upon, Vanessa, um, if you haven't been intimate with an actual penis in a while. I don't know, you could have someone, a partner now, but you may just be choosing um, a toy that's just a little bit too big. Um, so in that case, you know, like I said, if you want to kind of downsize your toy, if you're, um, if it's something that's like really super big, um, you can start off with Turbo. Um, like I said, this doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles, but this, you know, if you want to just start off with a beginner's toy, um, this might be the one. We have one that's even smaller than Turbo that's called Rocket. Um, it looks identical, it's just a little bit smaller. Um, so that might be something that you can do as well. Um, but if you're looking for just, you know, your goal is an orgasm, I would venture out to clitoral toys um, simply because a clitoral orgasm is really, really good, um, especially using the womanizer. So, and also lastly, um, Vanessa, are you using lube? Are you properly lubricated? So we talked about lube earlier. I would 100% use a lubricant with your toys as well, because that could be the problem there. Um, with sex, you know, our vaginas open up. Keep in mind, a baby's head can fit through it, right? Um, so it could be a matter of you're not properly lubricated. Um, and that could be the reason why, because ideally, if we can stick a tampon in it, if a baby's head can come out, um, you should be able to get a toy into it. So I would look into using a lube with your toys as well. Again, don't use a silicone lube because silicone and silicone don't get along depending on um, what your current toys are made of. Um, but just look into a lube as well, because that could very well be the issue. Tony, are you in the mood for one more? Yes, I am. I can take one more. <laughs> she can take one more. Listen, I'm, I've been taking all of them. Y'all been wearing me out this morning. All right, last question. It's a bonus question. It comes from Shell. Shell says, hi, Chris and Tony. I've been with my lover for almost 10 years and he has trouble being penetrated. How can I get us to have sex again? So this leads me to think, Maybe something happened. Um, I don't know if there's some type of trauma, you know, that has, is, you know, causing apprehension with, you know, his partner to have intercourse. With anal, the key is lubrication and it's also relaxation, right? So first, I would recommend having a conversation about, you know, why there's apprehension. Is it due to fear? Is it fear of pain? Um, so that's something that's really important to talk about. Um, is it because, you know, something mental? If so, it's very possible that your partner may need to speak with a therapist. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if there's some type of trauma that has occurred in the past, I know you all have been together 10 years, was it? Um, you know, it's very possible that there's some type of, you know, repressed feelings or something that could have happened in the past. So I would recommend- yeah, almost 10, Tony, it says, almost 10 years. Yeah, I would definitely re recommend maybe talking to a therapist just to get down into 
you know, why it is that there's apprehension there. Um, but once communication is established, and more importantly, reassurance, um, maybe you can start with a plug, you know, and you all can interact that way. Um, and that kind of takes away just the fear of an actual penis being penetrated um, versus the size of, um, you know, a toy. We have a toy, again, called P-Curious that I would recommend maybe starting off with that. Um, because it's not, of course, as big. Um, of course, you want to use your lube, and I'm pretty sure you probably do have lube. Um, if it's not a silicone lube, maybe switch to a silicone lube. Um, we have a toy, as I mentioned, we have a toy called Step by Step, and I have it here. So Step by Step is unfortunately being discontinued, but like I said, I do have a couple in my bedroom candy store. So my store is different from my bedroom candy website. Um, so I have products here as well um, that I ship out um, or I carry to my parties. So with step-by-step, -step, this probably is something I would highly recommend simply because of the graduated beating. So, you, you know, maybe to get him back into the swing of things, you can start with that smaller bead here and then just graduate up. Of course, you're gonna use your lube and you know, hopefully your partner is relaxed enough after you do have that conversation. Um, so this is something that I would de definitely recommend. Hopefully, you know, if you do wanna reach out to me or if you do wanna go into my Bedroom Candy store, not website, um, you can get this. But if we don't have it, I do recommend just trying to find something very similar to this. Um, because this is probably, you know, between this or P-Curious, this is probably going to be something that kind of takes away that intimidation factor. And, you know, once you get into it, you know, there's so many nerve endings in the anal area that I, I think it's a mental thing. But once that block is removed, then your partner definitely would be more open to it. So it's about, you know, communicating with your partner first, just to kind of see what the apprehension is, and maybe it's something that you can reassure them. Um, also using your lube, and then also um, just making sure they're relaxed. Again, I'm not advocating if you don't drink or smoke, um, but maybe CBD or something that's going to help aid in relaxation and calming your partner. Well, listen, y'all wore me out this morning. But Tony, thank you, y'all did. Thank you for coming back on, on and no doing problem. this with us. I learned a lot. I hope everyone listening and watching did. I had like no idea about a lot of these things. And we'll definitely do this again. I'm glad we got this on in the summer while folks are all hot and bothered, you know, out here doing all that traveling and freaking. Okay. But, <laughs> Let everyone know how they can get in touch with you, Tony. So again, uh, you can go to one of my websites. So my main website is thekittychronicles.co, C-O. Uh, if you want to go straight into the nitty gritty and uh, either get a bedroom candy product, book a party, you can do either in person or virtual, depending on where you are in the world. You can go to my bedroom candy website, bkparties.com slash 6109. I mean, of course, I mentioned earlier, if you take your time, if you're too slow checking out, um, it probably will ask you to put in the consultant again. And my consultant ID number is 6109. Or you can also find me on Instagram at bedroomcandy underscore by Tony, T-O-N-I. And I mean, listen, you know, you, you guys kind of got, you know, a little party here, even though we were answering questions. But Tony has way more toys in that arsenal. 
of hers, okay? So don't just think you're gonna watch this, no. You need to book. And she does virtual parties. You can have all your girlfriends over, up on your big screen, and just, Tony can just go over all the toys with you. And it's interactive. I mean, how cool is that? You know, seriously, come on, y'all. Um, book those parties. Now, I have a question. This is my own personal question. Okay. I know. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when is the Lavender Kitty stuff coming out? So Lavender Kitty is my other company. It's a bath and body line focused on self-care and wellness. And so I am actually going to be doing uh, vending events uh, in Woodlawn, Maryland in August, on August the 17th. And there I will have launched on my website a bunch of new Lavender Kitty products. My Lavender Kitty, Lavender Kitty website is lavenderkitty.com or you can find me on Instagram there. Don't judge me for not posting lately, um, but it's Lavender Kitty Lux. Lavender Kitty Lux. I'll put all of that in there in, in the uh, video and be on the lookout for that because I know I will. And hit Tony up. If you want to book a party, like I told everyone the last time you were on, um, her parties are an incredible, immersive experience. Kind of like the Chris David show, you know. But, <laughs> but um, to everyone we didn't get today, you know, we'll get to you again soon. Um, definitely anonymous, write us back. Um, Hanif, write us back. Everybody, write us back and let, let us know how you did. With, um, with everything, Star, Rachel, you know, everyone who, uh, Shell, everyone who wrote in, um, Courtney and, and um, Vanessa with the, the kitty cat emoji. The, I, I can't, Tony, I can't get over that. Like she legitimately put a cat in it. Like how cute is she? Like she's <laughs> too cute. Okay. And remember, um, everything is anonymous unless you request it not be. Um, and thanks again, Tony, for coming back, like and helping the good people out here. Like, I really, really appreciate this. I'm sure they, they're going to appreciate it too because you are just a wealth of knowledge. Thank and you. that is what I aspire to have on this. This, this way I like having on the show. I like having a wealth of knowledge. And thank all of you good people out there for listening and watching. Tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your baby daddy, tell your boyfriend, tell your sister, tell your kittens, and tell your bullies. And listen, tell your OBGYN and your urologist, hell, tell Star's man and Hanif's future fiance to follow us on Instagram at Chris David TV and follow our show at The Chris David Show on Instagram and YouTube. You can also visit ChrisDavidShow.com. There you'll find everything you need to know about the show. And I just wanna say, your comfort should come first. And remember, they didn't stop making dick when they made it. Right? That's right. <laughs> okay. Now be kind, be well, and talk like sex rated XXX.